Behold, the Lord, the ruler, has come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear Brother Cassian, I promised that I would attempt to say something to you every day during your retreat. And because we are in the octave of the Epiphany, the liturgy gives us the same thing day after day. The same introit, beginning with the same word, that extraordinary word, Eche, behold. We could, in fact, stop at that, behold. And in that one word, you would have enough for the whole week. But not only do we have the same introit, we have the same collect that makes us ask, not only every day, but eight times a day, that we who know the Lord now by faith may be brought to the contemplation of the beauty of his majesty. And the same lesson from the prophet, Arise, be enlightened, O Jerusalem, for thy light is come. And of course this must be related to that word of our father St. Benedict in the prologue, in which he summons his son, the monk, to open his eyes to the deifying light and begin to see the thread that links one part of the Mass to another from the Ecce, the first word of the intro, to this vision of the light. Arise, be enlightened, O Jerusalem, which this week resounds in the ear of your heart as Arise, be enlightened, O Cashin, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. And the same gradual. Arise and be enlightened, O Jerusalem, for the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. We find in the gradual the very same sentence given us in the lesson from the prophet. And this is another illustration of the pedagogy of the sacred liturgy. By dint of repetition, all that the liturgy gives us passes from through the senses, from the mind into the heart. So that not only are we given the same liturgical texts every day this week, but by dint of the repetition of these texts, their mystery and their power and their grace descends from the mind into the heart. What better retreat could you possibly have? And yet there's something else going on here. And it seems to me that it is this. Monastic life is essentially repetition. The life that you began to live when you were clothed as a novice is the same life that you will live every day of your life to the very end. 
There's nothing original about monastic life. Oh, of course there are surprises every now and then, but essentially monastic life is the repetition day after day of the same thing, usque ad mortem. But this repetition in the monastic life is but another way of living the sacred pedagogy of the Church, which employs repetition, to bring us ever more deeply into contemplation of the light. It's, it's almost a preparation for eternity. In eternity, we will go forward forever into the deifying light. And we, repeating the same words, singing the same chants, making the same gestures, day after day over a lifetime, are drawn forward, I want to say, as the prophet says, with leading bands of love into the deifying light. Same offertory antiphon today, describing the cosmic lordship of this little child who lies in the manger as the host lies on the corporal. As I said yesterday, and the star came and stood over the place where the child was. So says the priest at the altar of preparation of the gifts in the liturgy of St. John Chrysostom, placing the asteriscos over the bread made ready for the holy oblation. And then the same secret prayer every day this week speaking of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And the prayer says this. It takes a bit of work to, to grasp this prayer. Graciously look down, we beseech thee, O Lord, upon the gifts of thy church. The gifts here being the bread and the wine mingled with water in the chalice set forth on the corporal by which gold, frankincense, and myrrh are no longer laid before thee. But he is sacrificed, the Latin says, immolated. He is immolated and received, who by those very gifts was signified. The gold revealing the kingship of Christ. The frankincense is priesthood and the myrrh is victimhood. And so in the secret we are given a kind of icon of Christ, king, priest, victim, and the Church would have us understand that in the Holy Mysteries, the King, the Priest, the Victim, 
is present, doing what a king does, doing what the priest does, and doing what the victim offers himself to have done to him. The same preface every day this week, and the same post-communion. And so, I consider it a special grace of your retreat that you're not given seven days of different texts, but rather the same thing day after day. This is in some way Divine Providence's way of saying to you, Brother Cashin, this is your life. The same thing, day after day, and yet never repeated. Because as we enter into the sameness of the terrible quotidian of the monastic life, we enter too into the mysterious workings of grace. God doing the same thing and never repeating himself in us as he has done in all the saints the great cloud of witnesses who surround us and who will surround you on saturday in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost